You're listening to another episode of the Zag Arctic Soap here, continuing our episodes featuring our 2021 fellows, both from the Engage class and the Institute class. Erin Piper Block is here. She'll be in the Institute crew. We'll catch up with her, hear why she's continuing her NLC journey, and hear what she's working on professionally and how she's hanging in there life wise. Let's get to it. All right, Aaron. Yeah. First question. Why are you continuing on with your NLC experience? Um, well, I just really loved being part of Engaged. Um, like it just opened up my mind to a lot of ideas that I thought I had understood, but really hadn't fully. And uh, like the network that, you know, was starting to build from that experience, I just wanted to continue. Absolutely. And then, you know, it's funny to see the Institute list because it's, it's like bordering on a potential Brown Act violation with the, the Palms Neighborhood <laughs> Council representation <laughs> that y'all got going on there. Uh, so for folks that don't know, Erin is currently the president of the Palms Neighborhood Council, and she's got some, some cohorts from that board who will be in the Institute class. But yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, but definitely interesting to be on a neighborhood council right now because so much, I think at first glance, we thought wouldn't be able to continue on in a normal way once the pandemic happened. But I feel like y'all have really kind of shown the way on what is possible even in, in the state that we're in. Give folks a little bit of a scoop of what's been able to happen in Palms since March. Yeah. So we did have to shut down for about um, a month or so to just figure out how to do these online meetings and stuff. But um, now we're, we're meeting regularly. All our committees are meeting. But more importantly, we've been able to do a lot in our community um, to just support during this super difficult time. Um, we have partnered with a mutual aid organization called Westside Friends uh, to connect folks with uh, services that they need. Like, you know, at the beginning, a lot of folks were needing grocery pickups and stuff like that. Now it's more like mental health um, support, um, et cetera. But uh, we also were able to call over 3,000 seniors in our area. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, make sure that they had what they needed. A lot of folks just wanted to talk. Um, but we also were just able to, um, make sure that they could be connected to those services. Um, and we, um, you know, donated a lot of, um, resources and funds to local organizations that were like making, um, PPE and um, supporting our folks that were living in nursing homes, stuff like that. So we've just, we've been really busy. <laughs> um, and I've been so impressed with our board. Obviously, we have a, a stellar board because three of us are on <laughs> Institute this year. But um, yeah, I'm just, I've, it's just brought me so much hope to be part of this uh, organization right now. Yeah. You know, it's funny, we're recording this in mid-December. It'll probably come out uh, mid-January. But, you know, one of the things making the run on Twitter and whatnot is this really awful article from some old white dude in the Wall Street Journal about Jill Biden um, and whether Jill should uh, call herself Dr. Jill Biden, this sort of stuff. I thought that was interesting given that you're currently a candidate for a PhD and at some point will probably be Dr. Aaron Pepperblock. What is your What is your take if you follow that controversy or just in general, like why... Do you feel that's still uh, something that has to be fought for, that folks who are spending all this this time, effort, and providing their in intellect to really important causes um, should even have to be questioned if they should be called doctors or not? 
Well, I I have to be honest, I have not followed that controversy, but I'm definitely going to look it up yeah. <laughs> after we're done. Um, I mean, I think that there's a lot of um, value in a PhD. And I have to be honest also that part of the reason I decided to get one is because society values it and mm-hmm. often sees people, I mean, I guess more like sees men with <laughs> PhDs as um people who should have a voice of authority. Um, I don't think that it's the most important way of knowing. I don't think it's the most um, like that the smartest people have PhDs. That's definitely not true. Um, But since we value this, um, I want to have this like place of power and use it for good. I certainly would not make like, you know, if, if you see me on the street after I finish my PhD, I'm not going to be like, um, it's Dr. Block, actually. <laughs> but um, I, I I don't know if this controversy was because she's like a woman or she's, you know, just the just the um, first lady or something. But um, I, I think there are spaces where it's important to fight for that authority and, and some places where I personally am like, want to step back and understand that it's um, that society gives people authority based sometimes on, um, you know, not the most important credentials. Yeah. Well, listen, if I run into you into the street, it's still going to be Madam President when I <laughs> cross paths with you before Dr. Block. But I guess I can, you know, if you get the PhD and you're still in the neighborhood council, I'm happy to do both. Anything, <laughs> you've earned it. You've earned it. Thanks. <laughs> anytime. Anytime. Well, listen, we're excited to have you continue your NLC journey. Congrats on the Institute Fellowship. And thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Zag. Make sure to catch all the episodes we've been dropping the last couple of days with all the other Institute Fellows. They'll be joining Aaron in the cohort. to get those all the places you find your podcasts, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. They're all there. Until next time, we'll catch you soon. <laughs>